Have you ever noticed how your attitude shows up in how you relate to people and situations? Do you ever stop and get curious about an attitude? Does an uncomfortable attitude ever lead you to gratefulness? Your Mindful Life Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Today, we're talking about attitude. You know, that way of thinking or feeling you have about something or someone that shows up through your behavior? Right now, I'm in rural Montana. It's 11 miles to the nearest grocery store and five miles to my mailbox. When I realize I need to do grocery shopping and haven't picked up the mail in a week, I think, I have to get the groceries and the mail. And this I have to feeling, it's, it feels like an obligation, something that must be done, something that I must do whether I like it or not. And it feels like drudgery. This attitude of I have to colors my mood, making me feel down and cranky, and makes me feel heavy. It doesn't feel good. On my way into town, my eyes are fixed on the road, and for some reason, I'm gripping the steering wheel. I don't see anything as I pass by the fields and forests. No wildflowers, no birds, no cattle grazing, No elk sleeping away the afternoon. I have an obligation. If we're to eat and open the mail, I have to get the groceries and go to the post office. And then that day I caught myself. I realized, wow, I feel so heavy and tight. And what was happening? Oh, the task at hand, the chore that had to be done. This chore was taking time away from what I'd rather be doing. I'd rather be writing, working in the garden, or cleaning out the ditch that brings the pastures water. I wasn't liking having to take so much time out to go into town. And then I thought, wait a minute. Hmm, isn't this interesting? What if I chose another attitude? What if I changed I have to, to something different. What if I changed it to, I get to. I get to drive into town to get the groceries and the mail. I get to feels like appreciation and gratefulness. I get to take a break. I get some time to myself. And as I drive, I get to see the elk sunning themselves and the brilliant purple thistles lining up like so many little heads bobbing along the side of the road. I get to see the bald eagle circling in the sky over the river, and if I'm really lucky, I get to see the western bluebirds flitting about in the bushes at the side of the road. But still that attitude of drudgery and obligation is here. I'm remembering that I need to do something before I can just flip the switch from I have to to I get to. 
I stop because I know that's what's happening right now. This attitude of I have to needs my attention. I'm feeling how my body is tight and heavy, like this chore of going into town is weighing me down. My energy feels like it's backing away. I'm mindful that something in me doesn't like this. It feels unpleasant. And this feels like aversion. So when I get home, I sit down, close my eyes, and bring my attention to this whole thing of, I have to, drudgery, obligation, just as it is without trying to change it. And I ask myself, can I acknowledge that this feeling of I have to is here right now? Can I let it be here just as it is? And yes, I can do that. And it feels tight. And can I describe how tight feels? Yeah, I can do that too. Let me keep my attention on it. Just be with it. No judging, no opinion about it. And I'm curious, what does it feel like? Hmm, I'm focusing my attention on this tight feeling in my gut. And it feels like wire, twisted wire, like being caught up in wire, like I can't get away. And let me allow this twisted wire, this feeling of being caught, let me allow it to be here. It's okay. It can be here. I'm staying with it, allowing it. And, oh, it's changing now. This tightness, it's, it's softening. I wonder if it has something more to tell me. Let me stay with it and, and listen, listen deeply. Oh, there's a, there's a story here. It's a story about always being told by my mother to pick up after my brothers, to make their beds, to iron their clothes, and make their school lunches. Hmm. I was the middle child, the firstborn daughter, with four brothers and a baby sister, six kids in all. In the middle, here's that feeling of being caught in the middle, and that feeling of have to, like, I have to do it, and there's no way out. Isn't this interesting? So I'm holding it all with compassion, this little girl who feels caught up in the drudgery and obligation of endless chores, of being in the middle of a sandwich. Inwardly, I say, may she be happy, may she be free, may she be at ease. And I notice how it feels inside is changing more the twisted wire is, is kind of melting away. And now there's more space and movement. It's flowing. And a feeling of gratitude comes for this little girl showing me how it's been for her. And then I open my eyes and look around. Now I feel it's right to try on the attitude of, I get to. 
And yes, it feels good. Like there's space for it. And I'm grateful for the time and space to myself, just me driving through the pastures. This time and space for me to let my imagination have some fun and to see the calves lopping about the pasture and the ospreys landing on their nests high up next to the telephone poles. Yeah, and I get to see what's fresh and new at the grocery store and mentally make menus around it. And I get to use the little key to open my mailbox and see what's inside. Maybe there's an invitation. You may be thinking, but this is nothing. This is inconsequential. Maybe it is. And it's everything. It's all the little stuff and all the moments that add up to an entire day's experience. And our attitude towards each task, each chore, each project makes all the difference. The attitude of I get to opens up gratitude. And from that gratitude flows happiness. When we're grateful, joy comes naturally. As Daniel Stindel Rast reminds us, it's not happiness that makes us grateful. It's gratefulness that makes us happy. This week, I invite you to be aware of the attitude or the attitudes that you bring to your daily life. When you become aware of an attitude that feels uncomfortable, sit with it in meditation, inquire, be curious, investigate. Notice what sensations arise in your body. Notice your energy. Is it uplifting or down, even or ragged, light or heavy? And notice the stories that appear. Don't get into the content, just Notice their shape and notice what they're saying. Allow everything to be just as it is. Hold yourself. Hold yourself that has this attitude in compassion. And notice what happens when you do this. See if gratitude for something or someone arises. Be open, receptive and kind. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to support the show, subscribe and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Live online mindfulness meditation class is in full swing, but you can still book a drop-in. To book a single class, go to yourmindfulpractice.com. That's your mindfulpractice, all one word.com, and click on book a class. And while you're there, sign up for the newsletter using the link in the footer. As always, I'm grateful for you, my listeners, for your attention, curiosity, and open heartedness. And I'm grateful for the people behind the scenes that make this podcast possible. Ali Allen in San Francisco, California, for logo and podcast cover design. Gorgias Romero in Santiago, Chile, for original music, 
audio engineering and production. Bill Rafferty in Sydney, Australia for technical web support and Margaret Haas in Los Angeles, California for announcing the show. Enjoy exploring your attitudes this week. Be well, be mindful. Oh,